0: Hey everyone, I'm Josh, and I'm Anna, and this is the Jesus and Next Gens podcast.
1: Join us each week as we talk about faith, the Bible, culture, and family.
0: We hope these conversations challenge and encourage you to intentionally pursue Jesus in your life and your family. Hey everyone, thanks
1: for joining us today. Um, Today we're going to talk about discipleship and spiritual formation, and we know that Sometimes there are some questions about what discipleship actually is and what steps uh, we need to take when talking about spiritual formation. Is there a process? Is there kind of an order? Um, what does it mean to be a disciple and follow Jesus? And so today with us we have the Eric Latimer. What's up? Um, is that Movement Christian Church. Eric, how's it going, man?
2: It's going. I it's guess. Going. <laughs>
0: you just want to introduce yourself to the listeners
2: yeah my my name is Eric Latimer uh as Josh said I'm a resident at Movement Christian Church uh my primary focus is in the areas of all things discipleship uh spiritual formation small groups uh just trying to find ways to move people closer and closer to Christ so that's what I do uh I like to study, and I'm in college still, working on a master's in theology, and some of my favorite pastimes are going to Taco Bell with Josh, Ooh. and okay. uh, asking Anna if her glasses are still lost, so that's fun. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. So <laughs>
1: R.I.P. glasses of 2019, CIY move.
0: Gone forever, <laughs> but never forgotten.
1: Oh. All righty, man. Um, Eric, you want to tell us what is discipleship
2: yeah so uh, i think we have a tendency in the church of of making things more complicated than they need to be mm-hmm. so i would simply state that that to be a disciple is to be a follower and student of christ mm-hmm. and then discipleship is merely what that looks like in living it out mm-hmm. so i i think that is the most simplest way of of stating it obviously you flesh out what that looks like. Mm -hmm. But I would start there and move on from there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what does it mean to be a follower of Jesus? What does it look like to be his disciple?
2: Yeah. I I would say once you buy into the whole Jesus guy, (laughs) it's it's just learning the way we were created to live. Mm. I think that is the most simple way to put it. Uh, I think from back in the Midwest, our struggles back there is, like the misconceptions is that discipleship is showing up to some Sunday school and just information overload and pack Mm -hmm. stuff in. But that is just one aspect of what it means to be a disciple. Like that is a huge part of it. And unfortunately when the tables are turned and you try to get away from that extreme, Mm -hmm. that gets thrown by the wayside sometimes, but it's, it's not only learning what Christ taught us, but then learning how to teach it to others mm. and sharing your faith. So practical things. Yeah. Pray for one, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You guys more implemented in to that language, but the idea there, movement, it's like God move me closer to someone who needs to move closer to you. Like it's the flip side of discipleship. It's like once I'm filled and and learn what it what it means to follow my teacher, I then go on and to teach it to others. Mm-hmm. But in that, there's all the other avenues. It's like what does it look like to to live a life of walking in love and grace and peace and kindness mm-hmm. and living out those fruits of the spirit? So Awesome.
1: And I, I keep thinking about how people in the Midwest used to define discipleship because I know in in the past, people always referenced discipleship as mentorship like it's mm. it was always in the context of there's one person who is kind of teaching and mm. leading another person but they always like when people would describe it to me they always said oh yeah they're like discipleship is like a mentor who's right. like leading me in the way but kind of at the core of what following jesus is like tell me if i'm wrong there is obviously a great difference between mentorship and discipleship mainly in that it's the specific way that you are teaching and leading this individual
2: yeah I, I, that's interesting mm-hmm. I, I would say they, they walk hand in hand and I would say mentorship then finds its place in discipleship mm-hmm. as one of, the, one of the most impactful ways mm-hmm. so if you think of uh, Paul saying things like, follow me as I follow Christ. Mm -hmm. It's like, sometimes you need a tangible way of, of of seeing how that's walked out in daily life. Like how this individual becomes the hands and feet of Christ. Like, Mm -hmm. what does it look like in this person's life when he is, he's done wrong? Like Mm -hmm. how does he show the forgiveness Christ showed us in his daily life? So I know that for me, it's like mentorship, is one of the, the biggest ways of of ways that have pushed me closer and closer. of What does it look like to be a better follower of Christ? Because mm-hmm. they've been on this journey a lot longer than I, and and they've been through some of my struggles, and right. and hopefully, and they know more about Christ than I, and they can just show that to me.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that was actually like really well put. Because i I was trying to think, how can I articulate that it's not. It's more than just mentorship, but that is mm-hmm. one and another. Like mm-hmm. with mentorship, with discipleship, there is a, a mentorship kind of component to it. So, mm-hmm. um, so talking about spiritual formation, first, can you kind of tell us what that is, and um, like, are there stages to it? What exactly does it mean to um, to have a spiritual formation?
2: Yeah. So I think. In churchy terms, Hmm. uh, spiritual formation has found its way into more mainstream Christian movements, right? So, uh, like, I guess for those who are listening, uh, like, understanding church traditions and church history, Manchester Christian Church uh, movement Christian Church the whole Restoration House Ministries falls under a Stone Campbell movement That is pretty much just a evangelical It would fall under the broad like kind of Protestant way But spiritual formation really until recent decades was just one of those Catholic things, right? Mm -hmm. and thankfully there's been uh, some giants like Dallas Willard and Richard Foster who I've kind of brought that into the more Protestant side and showed that, like, hey, this this is very valuable and and just aids in this process of learning to live like Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, um, talking stages, I I think it's important to just for me uh, from my training and what I see it. I, I think spiritual formation and discipleship are practically the same entity, Mm -hmm. Uh, they're hand in hand, like the spiritual formation, the spiritual disciplines that we see uh, some of the spiritual greats living out throughout the generations, whether it be in the Catholic Church, but then into all the different areas of the whole of the broad church that we all fall under, Mm -hmm. it all just plays right into what does it look like to live it out? So.
0: Can you break just the term spiritual point formations down a little bit for maybe someone who hasn't heard that terminology before?
2: Yeah, so I would, my mentor, one of the, back to mentoring, one of the guys that was really formative in showing me what it looks like to live like Christ. And, and to this day, I would categorize him as the most Christ-like person I've ever known, mm-hmm. uh, he was my mentor and undergrad at Lincoln Christian University. It was Neil Wyndham. I studied under him in spiritual formation. And like to simplify it, spiritual formation with him, for him was just living out an authentic relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. So these aren't to-do list things, right? Mm-hmm. But it, mm-hmm. it's a way in which we walk with God and we, we come to know Him. Mm-hmm. So again, falling right into discipleship as a whole. And that's Mm -hmm. why I think it's wrong of us to pull these things apart as if they don't go hand in hand.
0: Right. It sounds like it's really relationally focused. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that it's like the relationship of as we're walking with Jesus in person and then walking with others, playing that out. How do we model... So Jesus calls us all to make disciples. How do we make disciples or have this model of discipleship in our homes and our families.
2: Yeah. So to premise, like I, the importance of spiritual formation slash discipleship is in reading the strip, the scriptures and community and praying together and living out all these disciplines and, and just gracefully walking through life, trying to walk with Christ. We become to look more and more like him mm-hmm. and, and, the holy spirit is transforming us into the image of christ and it it isn't automatic but it, it's a life of journeying of t- the spirit being the one that's transforming us more to look like christ mm-hmm. so hopefully every single day we are looking more and more like him mm-hmm. and, and i think and i think that's why it's so important that like this discussion is taking place in the context of family ministry is like Mm -hmm. I think that is the place it begins. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't happen in all cases, right? Like we know people that unfortunately had to learn about Christ and came to faith outside their family network. Mm -hmm. But some of the most impactful Christian witnesses in your life tend to be those who you are closest to. Mm -hmm. And, And I think that why it is so important is because one life changed in a family tree can change the course of that family's trajectory for the rest of the time mm-hmm. and i know that to be true because i've seen it yeah. happen mm-hmm. right so like how does that happen um to premise i am a single man <laughs> and you two are married and mm-hmm. it is on your hearts because like with kids in the future and wondering how to live this out like I can only speak from experience. Mm-hmm. And the example, I grew up, I'm a third generation minister. Um, the, the legacy that my grandfather left behind to my dad, that left behind to me, I, I do not take for granted mm-hmm. because from, from an early time in my life, the father and the prodigal son story made sense to me.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. right because i was given a picture of what it looks like to be loved and in that later in life i've come to know the love of god because of the examples Mm -hmm. and i think that's what's what that is what is most important i've heard heard people talk about andy stanley speaking about this and he emphasizes in the household he taught his kids how to like forgive Mm -hmm. like it wasn't about like worrying so much about like, you're going to be Christian and pushing that and pushing that and pushing it. It was, we're going to teach you how to forgive Mm -hmm. and we're going to teach you how to love and we're going to teach you how to walk with grace Mm -hmm. because then later in life, Jesus will become real to you. Mm -hmm. And I I think, I, I think that's where it begins Mm -hmm. because like I'm continuing on and studying for a master's in theology and I'm still, have questions upon questions that trying to find answered and looking for answers. But at the end of the day, all of our questions won't get answered. But mm-hmm. the example of, of love in lives who know Christ seem to be the most impactful. So as a parent, how do I show the love of God to my, my kids so that that they have an example that they can work off of mm-hmm. and that makes it real to them? Yeah. To the to the single mothers who those kids unfortunately don't get to grow up with a father figure, how can you still show the love of the father in that relationship? Mm-hmm. And even to like if there's high school kids here who who just came because of a friend inviting them in their family, so we're talking about the flip role of it. Like, mm-hmm. how do you then do discipleship and disciple your parents? Mm-hmm how do you love them and show them grace and forgiveness because Christ has changed you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I think it's so important that this discussion is taking place in the family because I think this is this may be the most impactful area mm-hmm. to hit.
1: Thank you Eric for this conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that this just is the tip of the iceberg when it comes to discipleship mm-hmm. um and following Jesus, but I think we really do tend to complicate things like discipleship. Yeah, I love
0: how simple that was of just the relationship of walking with Jesus and then reflecting that to the people that are in your life.
1: Something simple as teaching to forgive and Mm -hmm. love. And even if you look at scripture, like Jesus doesn't tell us like all these complex ways to learn and live like him, but he just says, love God, love one another, Mm -hmm. forgive, be slow to anger. Mm -hmm. Very, you know, simple concepts that are very difficult at times to live out in our lives. And so Mm -hmm. that's where We are formed each day, practicing these things to be more like Jesus. And
2: to the parents, it's like, maybe this is a good community to find yourself in where you start reading the scriptures and and discussing with other parents in this church community Mm -hmm. so that we can learn to, what does it look like to walk with grace and love Mm. with my children who are going to mess up? Yeah. But, and on the flip side of that, how do we then learn discipline and judgment but in a way that is restorative and loving mm-hmm. and again graceful because that is the starting grounds of discipleship in someone's life because mm-hmm. in seeing that again that is when later in life they will become a disciple because they know this to be true yeah.
1: absolutely well thank you eric for joining us thank and you. um
0: we hope that that was encouraging and um that it just teaches a little bit about what does it look like to really disciple in our lives and in our families
1: Hey everyone, thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes for links to the resources mentioned during the episode. We'd love your support and feedback, so please subscribe, rate and review, and share this podcast with friends and family.
0: We really hope you enjoyed today's podcast and we really want to answer more of your questions. So if there's any questions that you still have about the Bible or about anything else, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at jesusandnextgens at outlook.com. See you next time.